Welcome to It's Our Turn. Welcome to It's Our Turn. Queers in Cults. We would like to acknowledge the original inhabitants of this area, the Weot tribe, and thank the past, present, and future stewards of this land. This land acknowledgement does not exist in the past tense. Colonialism is a current ongoing process, and we need to build the mindfulness of our present participation. We all should take action to support our local indigenous communities. Go to honortax.org to find out more about whose land you're on and how to support those tribes. In this show, we talk about religious and personal trauma. Our episodes often include subjects centering around manipulation, gaslighting, coercion, toxic masculinity, patriarchy, shame, guilt, brainwashing, emotional, mental, and physical abuse. If any of these topics are things you don't want to hear today, please feel free to skip this episode. Your mental health is always the top priority. Is it happening? Is it, is it real? Are we on? Are we live? I think so. I can hear your phone notifications. This is <laughs> so much. You know what? I don't understand how this radio thing works. Like, is it? I don't know. <laughs> Absolutely not. So, did y'all notice there was more than two voices? Hello! <laughs> nope. <laughs> We're real people now. <laughs> Oops, all hosts. <laughs> this is a podcast. What is it? Who is this? What are we doing? What's it's my name? It's our turn. Queers in cults. cults. Oh Woo! my God, that's never happened before. <laughs> I love it. My name is Emerson. My pronouns are he, they. My name is Tony. My pronouns are he, him. My name is Aiden, and my pronouns are they, them. Cool. Yep. I'm <laughs> sorry. I got distracted by the mic. I'm just so worried that... I mean, you know what? I can hear. It's fine. I can hear. I can hear you. Um, can you in hear mine. us call in? <laughs> <laughs> there is a phone number. We there can is talk. a phone number, actually. You can text us. Don't call. I won't answer. Anything. Texas jokes. Texas... You, you could call what me. What we want to... <laughs> if you're single... Tony's personal number is... <laughs> 707. <laughs> if you're single and gay and looking, I know somebody. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I feel like we're. This is like new new territory, so we're all just yeah. a little anxious. This, uh, I'm a little anxious. I don't you? know. There are two faces looking at me instead of one. Anxiety. You know? I don't know her. <laughs> yeah. We we don't we don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just listen. <laughs> <laughs> she talks. I listen. Oh, that's too real. Too real. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. So, we're, this is a podcast where we talk about our religious trauma. Mm-hmm. So, I was just had this idea that um, if this is somebody's first episode <laughs> listening to us, you know, God help you. And of course, when I say God, <laughs> I mean Dolly Parton. Um, whoever can help you, help whoever you. Whoever can help you, reach <laughs> out. Uh, but we could just maybe do like a brief summary of kind of like, like, our backgrounds and who we are and why we do this podcast just like re- like a real quick that episode. that sounds fun yeah that does sound fun yeah okay like, we've done our coming out stories like you we've talked about you know our history but i think it'd be really cool to just kind of recap that again because it always it's always new and fresh you know yeah totally and there's i mean there's always more to talk there's about always more mm-hmm. we can talk about especially when you have such bad trauma and you just you know 
forget big chunks of your life. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. The of trauma in one room right now. Oh my astronomical. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny that it's so like it's it's one of the smaller rooms I think I've been in with with, with this much trauma. We yeah. have a therapist waiting Both outside. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as soon as we leave, you have an on-call emergency therapist. <laughs> that's uh, got. That's got meds and 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 help right outside (laughs) here take this and let's talk about it yes yeah yeah. oh absolutely Um, well why don't you start aiden oh okay well (laughs) we could also like rochambeau or like excuse me have a (laughs) what does that mean you heard what i meant No, we could rock, w- paper, scissors. Emerson wants to oh, with dear. you, <laughs> mm, I heard it. It's live right here. <laughs> Come here. Scooch oh, close. <laughs> I can't. Our mics will interfere. Then. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> no, we could rock, paper, scissors to determine who goes first. I don't know. It's a fun, stupid little scissor? game. <laughs> I know. As soon as I said it, I was like, I shouldn't have said that. It's, you are doing a podcast with two children, uh, Emerson, so it's not going to get better. I'm so sorry. Please. Here we go. <laughs> I drank all my coffee already. Please, so, y'all, this is let's a family show. Let's let's Rochambeau for no, who gets to talk first. It's not rated the E for everyone. It's a family show in the sense that we talk about our families a lot because that's where our drama comes rated from. E for Emerson. <laughs> <laughs> rated E for Emerson. Oh wait, uh, that's that's gonna be your shirt when we do merch. It's rated E for Emerson. Oh my god, this podcast you is rated E for Emerson. Yes. Down. So we've got. Hang now on, we just I'm have getting, to come up with mine. <laughs> I'm getting so a pen. We're gonna do merch. Uh, so here's my vision. I want to. I'm. I really. Uh, Tony's kind of come on um, <clears throat> to me once or twice, and so since. <laughs> Obviously not often. Well, enough. signing out. Okay. Uh, it's been good. <laughs> it's been fun. Um, no, Tony's like helping out with the social media and stuff. Which, like, the more people, you know, like now that that's one thing that. Um, that I'm not doing, we can focus on other things, and I would really like to focus on promoting the show, um, and like doing some stuff to like cover some costs maybe, and if with that like creating some like merchandise because I think that'd be really fun. Not to like make any money, but just because I think it would be a fun thing to do. I mean, you know? I'd like to make, to money, make money, but, but like first money. off, <laughs> as a, as a fun thing, I mean, yeah. a button making machine is a really easy I thing to I do. Think that might actually have one of those here. I don't know. Um, I have seen buttons. Yeah, so and we can have you. I have. They're about this big around. Have you seen my buttons? <laughs> He's going to when you guys scissor. No. <laughs> you Rochambeau. <laughs> Rochambone. Ah! <laughs> nice. Rochambeau. Oh my god. <laughs> That'll be your merch. Okay, okay, wow. hang on. Rochambeau I need to write this. Rochambone. Rock, paper, scissors. That'll be like Could a sticker with sentence? those two things. <gasps> yes. Like Rochambone, rock, rock paper, paper, scissors. Scissoring. Rochambone. Hi. 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 Okay. Tony just took a thing. Speaking of doing co- social media, Tony has been recording us without our consent. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was. I did not sign a fucking paper, Tony. You know what? Listen That's here. It. I know I... my rights. I'm a middle aged white woman. I know my rights. You can't record me. You can't record me. I'm an Aries. I can do what I want. That you know, was a joke because I don't like when they do that. Sure. I didn't realize that the term Karen had a racial, like, it is a racial slur. Did you know this? Huh? Oh yeah, uh, because I've had Karen is like tell me, a yeah. white mm-hmm. woman. Yeah, so you can't say Karen because it's uh, 
It's a, this is sarcasm, by the way. Just in case oh. anybody like fucking loses their shit. Like Tony's a, Tony, like <laughs> the color of Tony's face was getting redder and redder. He was about to go full queer on us, just like like super stay in queer mode, being like, what? that is not true. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> We're just joking, Tony. We're just joking. Sorry, sorry, I need sorry. to have like a whistle. Just, just I got a little scared. Yeah. <laughs> I need to leave. Yeah, you need like a bell or like a, a... trigger whistle. Like, it's too much. Like, trigger me. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. This better be a joke or you're going to die. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, <sighs> good. Okay. Oh, we got to do the rock, paper, scissors. Oh, yeah. First. That's where this. <laughs> we are never. Are we doing this in the same time? Yeah. Well, I'll count. Okay. One, One two, two, three. Oh, on three? Fuck it. <laughs> Just go first, Aiden. <laughs> we're no, not. We've decided to do this. We're doing it. Okay. So, what we're doing <laughs> on is. On three. Yeah, one, two, three. Okay, and you rock, do it on paper, three. yes, on scissors. three, you on just, three. Don't you're supposed to do it on shoot? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. No one does that. It's yeah, on everybody three. does that. If you want to consume from, time, let's do that. They but do we're that gonna <laughs> house rules. We're gonna do it without the extra shoot. We're gonna do it on three. Okay, rock, okay. paper, three, scissors. Yes, yes. got it. One, Kay. two, three. All right. Okay, one, one two, two, three. three. Well, I'm fucking out. Okay. Uh, well, wait, what does that mean? What is it? Why am I so I lost? Wins, goes. Okay, okay, cool. One, two, three. Oh, you get to go first. Well, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> you get to choose to go first. How about that? You yeah, can, how about that? You okay. Aiden. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that we went through all of that to end up right back where we started. Woo! Uh, this is exactly the kind of content you can expect from us. Oh, I, and I still haven't written down all of the merch ideas. Christ. Please, please share your story for God's for, sake. For God, for literally God's sake. For God, for God and country. <laughs> share your story. I love that movie. Save I've never Wait, seen it. What? That's it's a, from a movie? There's a, there's a yeah. queer movie called God and Country. Wait, it's a queer movie? Mm-hmm. For God and Country? I Where? thought it was like a war movie. It's a very old phrase. I feel like it came from war. Is it called God and Country? I don't know, but we, can we discuss on. this later? Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll Let's... talk about this after oh, the show. Come on, darling. <laughs> 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 okay. So anyways, my name's Aiden. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Who the fuck are you? Who are who you? Are... That's your merch. That's your... That's, That's another one. So rated E for Emerson and who the fuck are you? Um... My name's Aiden. I grew up here in Humboldt County, um, but I'm trying to overcome that. <laughs> and I was raised super, super strict Pentecostal Christian. And <clears throat> if you don't know anything about like Pentecostalism, it's it's like Christianity's the you know the the religion, the 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 base of the religion. And Pentecostalism is a very like charismatic. Um, branch it was branched out the the they say i looked it up last time one time when i was telling my story for the full episode um i looked it up and and found out that pentecostalism actually started with when a bunch of when a bunch of men decided that they didn't want to do what other men were telling them so they made up their own religions and it oh. was fairly recently like in the cult within a cult it, maybe it was in the 1700s or 1800s i don't quote me on that but it was like not like at the beginning of fucking time, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> but Pentecostalism is based off of a story um, in the Bible about the day of Pentecost. 
Um, do either one of you know about that? The Book of Acts. Yes, exactly. Um, Damn. Uh, I've been out of it so long. Well, Mormonism <laughs> doesn't have that, like the day of Pentecost kind of thing, it right? Do- no, it doesn't. I suppose, yeah. no. Yeah. no. How can you be saved without speaking in tongues, Emerson? It's It's a requirement. <laughs> it's just kind of crazy. Like I'm sure we had that. Just like n- I don't think so, honestly. But but I mean, I'm not. I'm questioning not... your religion. I, I that's not what I meant. I just meant like well, I've never heard anybody talk about that. No, because Mormonism is is very much like a. It's about what you say no to. It's about how much you can like, not need. If that makes any sense, like, like loud laughter is not promoted like that is sinful yes loud laughter loud laughter fuck i'm screwed (laughs) so like but 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 it's that kind of thing where like any joyous like any any show of extreme emotion in general like a lack of emotional control yeah so like you are really trying to be in this perfect little like neutral space where you're just an innocent adult i don't know it, it anyway no i'm not trying to, i'm not trying to steal a show no this is what we're doing that's why we're here i'm sorry <laughs> if that made noise i apologize i just my mic is it, so coffee's a no 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 any caffeine any like coffee tea i saw like a video of a, a woman crying like she was crying about somebody drinking coffee and like choosing hell that I mean, not to go on a tangent, because we never do that. No. Never. But the, <laughs> the, that the, I don't know if I'm gonna like. I don't know if I'm gonna like uh, uh, articulate mm. this correctly. But like that emotion, that feeling, that uh, complete like like belief that something so simple can send you to hell, and that belief that like. I mean, this is going to be a really bad comparison, and I hope it comes across the way I mean it to and not disrespectfully, but, like, the feeling, the only time I've ever felt that intense fear um, for someone is, like, when I found out they were, like, terminally ill or they had a really big, you know, like, you're like, hell is death. And if you if yeah. you drink coffee or if you sin or if you won't give this up for God, if you won't stop smoking, that was such a big one in my church, um, then you're going to go to hell. And there's like you're going to die and go to hell and be tortured. The amount of nights I laid awake thinking about all the people in my life that are going to be tortured in hell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That is- like, like, OK, so like you were saying, that feeling that you've had about this person that is very clearly like we're all gonna die right but like it is very clear in front of you that this person is going to die soon in theory right and so that feeling is assigned to consuming a beverage yes that's silly like that is an over like an over trip of a trauma response like that is just like over tripping that trauma response yeah, constantly mm. non-stop yeah. and it's exhausting so like yeah. no wonder no wonder we were just like run ragged because yeah then we start thinking about all of our loved ones that we've seen have a glass of wine <gasps> or like i don't even know i it yeah. laughed out loud in my example God, like how was coffee how strange how yeah. just like alienating that must feel my my dad's parents were not christians and um had no desire to be christians and i i distinctly remember just lying awake at night 
<clears throat> worrying that my grandparents were, you know, going to go to hell. Like it's, you know, sometimes I, I forget that like just existing in that environment that we existed in with like, that's Trump. That's Trump. That caused yeah. PTSD. Yes. Like just mm -hmm. that, just, just the life of being in this cult, being in a cult causes PTSD. Yep. It's Besides quite, everything else. It's quite you know? traumatizing, actually. <laughs> it's very traumatizing. <laughs> like, uh, like sometimes, especially recently, I've just kind of been thinking about, like, what I actually went through. You know, like, sometimes I, I get really, I, I'm really hard on myself about, like, where I should be and how I should feel and what I should be doing and all that. And um, I will sometimes, not often, because this, it, it can, you can, it's like walking around a very dark hole. You can fall into it very easily. Totally, totally. But I will like kind of list everything that I've experienced, all of the stuff that I've gone through, all the traumatic experiences I've I've dealt with, and then remind myself that like, hey, I'm doing pretty fucking good considering what I've been through. Right, you know? right. Well, with with a really good perspective, that's like look at all of this shit I have overcome and yeah. gone through. So like yeah. if I've gone through that, yeah. I'm chilling. You know like it's, you're chilling. It's okay <laughs> that I want to go to bed at seven. I want to go crawl in bed at seven instead of nine when I normally go to bed because my yeah. life has been rough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give like, yourself a break. It's fine. That's fine. Like, you know yeah, what? you had an easy day. Your life has been rough. Yeah. You can go to bed as yeah. early as you fucking want. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so you were raised in this very toxic religion. Yes. So you eventually got out. Or I don't know. Let's just... Wherever you want to pick back up on that. Yeah, so Pentecostalism, very charismatic, very um, very expressive, very controlling, very misogynistic, um, very uh, very much like a cult. Um, uh, it not like a cult. It was, you know, Fact. we weren't. Al yeah, <laughs> yeah, we weren't allowed to hang out with other people. We weren't allowed to have friends outside of church. We weren't allowed to, you know, there's really strict clothing rules. Um, there, you know, mostly for women. There was. Uh, Everything was controlled. Everything was controlled. And that the whole, it was fear-based, you know, and it's, it talks about unconditional love, but it, <clears throat> uh, it only promoted fear and guilt and shame. And regarding queerness specifically, I always, <clears throat> sorry, like to say that um, my experience was different than a lot of people's who come out of a toxic Christian religion because we were not only taught that being gay is wrong, we were taught that being gay isn't real, that homosexuality isn't real, that it was, they they had this, um, excuse me, they had this teaching and belief that God could like deliver you from anything. So whatever addiction, like they didn't believe in If like, you were worthy <laughs> enough and you prayed hard enough, you would be delivered. The, the, the amount of times I heard messages and people talking about, uh, you know, going down to the altar and, and, and w w you know, being an alcoholic and getting up from the altar fully sober and never drink again, you know, like right. that kind of bullshit. <laughs> at least in public. <laughs> yeah, at least in public, exactly. Like a lot of those stories are just, well, yeah, totally. I'm not going to tell about you aesthetics. I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that yeah. kind of stuff. So <laughs> they believed it was like that, that homosexuality was like that, that it was just a tool that the, the devil, the enemy used to trap people. But if you gave your heart to God, it would just go away. Like it was not real. It wasn't a right. real thing. Mm -hmm. No one was actually gay. No one was actually queer. It was just, they were very confused, you know? And right. I know that that's an understandable um, concept, 
but how it was presented was so very different to me. So I genuinely grew up believing that <clears throat> I was the problem, that I didn't want it to go away, that I truly somehow deep in my heart didn't want it to go away. And that is probably the most true thing of all, because right. I didn't want it to go away. <laughs> right. Um, so I, I stayed in that church until I was around 25, I think, ish, mid, early, mid-20s, late tw mid to late 20s, I mean, um, until the pastors, a bunch of shit came about, about out about them. They, horrible people, hurt, abused, stole from so many people in our church. Yeah. Awful, awful, awful humans. And <clears throat> they, uh, the church fell apart. I left, went to a different church. Had so much, like, so much just bullshit in my head about who I was and how I was. I ended up like going to therapy to get rid of my homosexuality. I was, I was told that I was, I was definitely told by a therapist that I was only gay because I was sexually assaulted as a child. And oh my God. Yeah, that one. I fucking that's, hate that. That's a fun one, isn't it? <clears throat> it's just, at best, it's illogical. Illogical? Is that a word? There is it's, zero logic. There is zero that. logic behind that. You, like, I understand that you, I, I understand the concept of like um, of like uh, Stockholm syndrome, and I understand the concept of like you know sometimes unhealthy behaviors come out of situations like that. Sure. But like, you don't fundamentally become someone because of a trauma. Mm -hmm. Like no. that trauma doesn't make it. It changes who you are, and gives you a lot of challenges that you didn't have before, and it changes you in that sense. But it doesn't like take you from straight to gay or yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah. it, it can't trauma that you don't make those kind of bonds from trauma you have something to say <laughs> no <laughs> 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 i was gonna say well it does make us funny <laughs> it does make us but that's true it can't make you gay but it can make you funny <laughs> <laughs> yep so Anyway, Emerson, uh, back to you. Well, I was <laughs> what I was gonna say is that it's just it's lumped into that like homosexuality is pedophilia, you know? Yes. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's mm -hmm. it is perpetuating that stereotype, Absolutely. and and that is a, a fear tactic. The yeah. Mormonism did the same thing. Apparently, I learned this recently um, after I was out of the church. But if you if you admitted to queerness, you had a mark on your records that could only be removed by the top three, whatever the fuck men, um, that was the same mark that pedophiles got. Whoa. Which means that they couldn't be around children, they couldn't hold any callings that involved children or youth or- Oh my God. Yeah, like no, no teaching Sunday school, like nothing around children. Wow, I, that, that that's projecting because yeah the i mean the church is literally full of pedophiles yeah because it's yes 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 it's yes. a fact <laughs> and they're it's just projecting i just that kind of un that unlocked a memory for me that i forgot i'd had because i i didn't get to come out um i was outed by somebody who knew the pastors it was one of those like when I was so closeted, we like chatted back and forth and, you know, like, you know, did the whole, you know, like, like, 
exchanging pictures that kind of like oh this is getting so risky and so this you know that was like oh it's so fun and yeah da, 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 da. and then i had that moment of panic of like i can't do this i'm this is wrong blah 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 and they were a horrible person and so they went to my pastors and told them that i was uh gay right and then the pastors told my parents and then as in small churches fucking spread like wildfire right and i remember we're totally fine now this person um, but I remember like I was a leader in the church and I was, and we would often have like when people were praying up front, I would, you know, b- different leaders would go pray for people. And I right. went and prayed for this, this, um, this kid, this young kid. And like immediately their mom like ran up and like got between me and them and like, like, like basically kind of like pushed me out of the way because of, because they had heard that that someone had told that, you know, they'd heard that I right. was gay. And so they were, didn't want me around their kids. Oh my God. Yeah. I forgot that happened, but like I've experienced that as well. It's so, wow. So they're, by the way, those people are fucking fantastic now. Really amazing people. Just dear, dear people. But yeah, that was, it's so funny what gets unlocked, you know, yeah. like that's been happening a lot to me recently. And it's, it's just funny. Like what, what about this conversation and situation? Yeah. Just like doop. unlock that mm-hmm. memory. Yeah. So cool. But anyways, I don't want to take up all the time. I'm sorry, but, uh, no. so I, so that was, time. I kind of left from the church, that church went to a different one, which was really good for me. But then eventually through, I mean, I had like the most stereotypical story, like through theater, I, <laughs> you know, met people who, um, helped me to accept the fact that being gay wasn't wrong. I knew what was going on. I just always thought it was wrong. Right. And um, it was definitely one of those, like, out on the port, out on their balcony, kind of, you know, he's smoking a cigarette. I'm on my who knows how many drinks. And it was, you know, those deep conversations that happened at that point, you know. Yeah. And, you know, they're the ones with it. And I was like, you're right. You're right. They are the ones with the problem. Not me. (laughs) It's not me. You know. (laughs) I'm gay and that's fine <laughs> that drunk fine. but very sober realization yes, yeah totally what i love those? it just yeah. fuck them all yeah well that's what i consensually consensually please um uh yeah so then i that kind of that started my journey my my queer journey has been oh gosh i talk still I talk, going still going i talk about it more in depth on um, my coming out story, which is on our podcast that you can find if you want to listen to our podcast. Where? Where can you, you find can, that? Well, funny that you should ask. <laughs> we are on Spotify, Google, Apple, and Podbean. It's our turn, Queers and Cults. Download it now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but, you're, you're queer? I know. It's surprising. This is actually my coming out story. (laughs) Yeah. Y'all, I think I'm queer. (laughs) I know I can't bring the straight perspective anymore like I've been doing for so long. (laughs) What are we going to do now? I know. We're going to have to find find a replacement. (laughs) We just will need to. Oh, my gosh. It's been lies. Just a big web of lies. Aiden, you're the straightest person I know. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. okay, but is that true though? Because that might be true. Yeah. That Aiden is the straightest no, person you know. Tony's the straightest person I know because they drink cheap beer and watch sports at a bar. It was baseball, and you were watching it with me, and I wasn't watching the sports. I was watching the bartender, probably. I was watching. No, the oh, oh, the cook. <laughs> oh my god. That's true. 
I'm if a, you're listening, Cook, you I, are the one. I'm kind of in love with somebody I've never talked to before. That's possible. <laughs> Happens um, all the time. We are queer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I again, I talk about this in, more in depth in my um, coming out story. And it's listed Aiden's coming out story, Tony's coming out story, Emerson's coming out story on our podcast. Um, they're really good. You should go listen to them, seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I came out officially and uh, I decided to tell my parents, like, I decided to come out and then tell them about, like, the sexual assault I experienced as a kid, like, everything all at once. Um, I don't know if the other one of you see, like, <clears throat> um, Trixie and Katya they're on YouTube there. There's a part where Katya's like, well, the way you're supposed to come out is you tell your parents, like, mom, dad. I have a brain tumor. I've only got three months to live. <laughs> and then when they react, you go, I'm just kidding. I'm just gay. I'm <laughs> 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 just kidding. I'm just, I'm only gay. <laughs> okay, so but like, that's not a bad idea. Throw them like a big I feel like the gasp ball. would yeah. be higher. It's like, like oh, and then, <gasps> yeah, yeah, they're like, right. oh my God, you're dying. <gasps> you're gay. <laughs> you're going to still be alive, but yeah. just fundamentally different, but the yeah. same. Yeah. Yeah. Hellbound. Well, uh, that, you know, <laughs> that segues into, so I came out officially six months later. I got super, super, super fucking sick, had meningitis, ended up in the hospital, almost died. And uh, got, uh, during that time, got uh, my HIV diagnosis. And I, while I was recovering from that, I spent a week in the hospital. I spent a week on my parents, like at my parents' house, because I couldn't, I couldn't do anything for myself. I could barely feed myself. Um uh my dad at that point was because i told him i'd like given my heart back to god because i was fucking terrified i thought i was gonna die right um so i was like i I got saved again i let jesus back in but um and my dad was like i'm so glad you did that because homosexuality is the worst sin ever and i was like Uh i remember thinking at that moment going well murder is a sin so (laughs) i'm worse than a murderer that's i'm glad you got your priorities straight dad and how much like turmoil that caused you, how much doubt, and just yeah. Okay, sorry. Can you not? Can we? Can we not impose our thoughts about sexuality onto our children, especially when they're fucking recovering from almost dying and can't fight back? Yeah. Can we stop doing that, people? Stop. Just stop. All of it. Stop it. You know who you are. Yeah. And who you are are not listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they're not here, honey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I. After that, I just, my focus was mostly on recovering, you know, and getting better physically. And uh, then just kind of trying to figure out. It was just, it's a really difficult thing because when I came out, I didn't come out till I was like three months before I turned 30. And I'm going to be 39 this year. So it's not that, you know, nine years ago, um, eight years ago, nine years ago. And uh, having to deal, and I think this is an experience that a lot of queer people um, face is that when you finally do come out, when you open up that door, you know, of the closet that you're stepping out of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all on the same page. Yep. Um, <laughs> when you open up that door, it's it's not just like okay, cool. Um, the universe has organized everything nice and neat, so you can you know take your first step and look at your queerness. And once you've absorbed that, we can go on to trauma. It's like you open up the door, and it's whoosh. Everything comes at you at the mm-hmm. same time. At least it was for me. Yeah, it was trauma. It was my having to deal with my sexual assault, having to deal with my complete 
who what everything I thought about the world crumbling around me and my religion and you know I had to deal with the tr like all of the stuff relationships right away relationships broken relationships people yeah. I didn't you know like I separated from everyone because I thought everyone was gonna hate me and then and like just everything all at the same time and it that that kind of shit takes years years to recover from and sort yeah. out and people often work on that kind of shit over their whole lifetime mm -hmm. and i was having to like boom 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 you know like now you're living with hiv now you've got to manage these i also had just found out i had another autoimmune disorder and with a lot of complications and so it was just all of this all at the same time just boom 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 and that's that was a that was a lot that was a lot but it did kind of like <clears throat> I'm not saying this is how I would want it to go by any means, but <laughs> since it happened this way, right? you know, kind of the pressure really forced me to look at every aspect of my life. It's my sexuality, my identity, my gender, my everything, and kind of start that journey right away also. So it was, there was this kind of this parallel experience where it was like all the trauma, all the pain, all the everything, but that was also forcing me to like, move faster in my discovery process mm, you know cool. and um so that what so i appreciate that i appreciate that that that's what came out of you know that experience but it would have been obviously there was a better way but this is the way i did it so i i feel like i'm a lot further than i probably should be you know but um as far as like in in my self-discovery um, so I'm thankful for that, um, but uh, yeah, it's been a rough, it's been a rough, a rough time. Yeah. So, but I'm doing so much better now. Yay! I'm, I'm in a good spot. Right for the first time in years, I can say that I'm like in a good spot. And why are you doing this podcast? Uh, Hello. <laughs> I have no answer for that. <laughs> well, why did you start this podcast? Why did we start this podcast, Aiden? It was really funny because how you asked it at that moment sounded like, a, well, if you're doing so good, why are you talking about it? No. Yeah. That is how it sounded. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. Don't get me wrong. I thought that was so funny. Well, why are you in therapy then? Yeah. If you're doing so good, why why you just keep complaining about your whole life, sweetie? Why? Huh? You look like you're doing great. <laughs> uh, oh no. That is not what I meant at all. <laughs> and I think you should go to therapy even if you're doing great. <laughs> so I started, we, not I, we started right. this podcast for a, some, like, it was actually your idea, I think. Or you, wasn't it? You were just kind of like, I was like, we should do a podcast. You're like, let's do it. I'm like, okay, I can actually make that happen. And then. See, but, okay, but, uh, okay, but that took two two parts in that to make this podcast happen yeah. so like yeah i threw around words sure <laughs> there were words thrown around <laughs> sure <Yep. laughs> uh and i was a part of that yeah um so yeah we i suppose started this podcast yeah. but you had a big hand in that well we both wanted to i've really wanted to tell my story and yeah. i've really wanted to one of the one of the things that has been the best for my healing process personally is hearing other people's stories. Validation is one of the most powerful mm. magics. I've said it before. Validation is one of the most absolute powerful magics that we have. Mm. And so telling your story, I feel like puts that magic of validation out into the world. Yeah. And it really can help. Because I know yeah. hearing people's stories has helped me. Yeah. yeah. So that's why that was my motivation for doing this. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> Next. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I lost. I was the first one out, so it's your turn. That's true. That's okay. true. You are next. Um, um, let's see. I mean, do we want to take Welcome back. I hope you got some water. No one calls you honey when you're sitting on the throne. Wow. Powerful. That's what that song said. I know that's like a really demeaning term, especially well, now. Yeah. yeah. I'm like hun. Yeah. But recently I have just been like so loving those words. I think it's sweet, but I think in the context there you're talking about, it's like, okay, honey, like, listen, honey, we've got, we, you know, I'm going to take care of this. I here. love being called honey. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I think though what's important is like, who's it coming from? If it's, if it's. I'm just gonna get real. If it's a white man calling me honey, nope. I'm going to be pissed. Nope. But really, anyone else, I think I'll take it. Only older women. When they're like, okay, uh, listen, sweetie. Excuse uh, me, hon. I'm so with it. Like the waitress at the diner and sweet. Mm -hmm. oh, sweet. Sweet, <laughs> sweet. A sweet girl. Anyway. Um, hi, my name's Tony. Hi, Tony. Hi, Tony. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. We're all here for you. Oh, Fish are you. friends, not food. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, first of all, I just want to thank both of you for letting oh. me on the show. I've had so much fun. Oh, oh we've loved having you here. Um, yeah. You're just part of the family now. Yeah. It's true. Um, so my story is I grew up uh, in a Baptist church. Um, very tight on community and, um, God, we went there. We went to church for breakfast. Uh, like, we were just every morning there all, all the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, we should have just made a, an apartment complex cause we fucking just lived. There. Right. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, that would have been terrible. Um, yeah, been awful. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, w I was doing that, uh, or in the Baptist church for a while and then growing up, uh, moved away. And with my mom, and after they, my parents got a divorce, and <gasps> then I know. So impure. I know. Divorces <laughs> in the church. Divorces never <gasps> happens. I know. Every How old Christian were you? couple is just so happy. Everybody was so disappointed in us, huh? How old were you? I was eight. Okay. Eight years old. All right. Maybe ten. But it's all the same at that point. Yeah. That's fine. Um, so <laughs> I was 10. But yeah, because it was 2006 and I was born in 96. So I was 10 years old. <laughs> and okay. yeah, okay. Um, so then after moving, we went to like a bunch of different churches. All like we were like church shopping for years, it seemed like. Mm. Mm. And then it, st it steadily started becoming more charismatic. Um, and then. My mom, one day, uh, just gets, you know, Liddy with the Holy Ghost, and then I get Liddy with the Holy Ghost. Liddy with the Holy Ghost. And Wait, that, that's, new, that's gonna be a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a t-shirt, that's like, what it is. Like, my mom got Liddy with the Holy Ghost, or just get Liddy with the Holy Ghost? Get Liddy with the Holy Ghost. Get oh, Liddy that? with the Holy Ghost. Oh. Is it <clears throat> ID or IT? Liddy, Liddy, two I've T's, I T T Y, L I T T Y. Is that how you spell Liddy? I, you know what? It's a made-up word, so you oh, can spell okay, however the fuck you that's want. That's how I spell yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> that's all that matters, Tony. Yes, that is. Thank you. Get Liddy with the Holy Ghost. 
That's so funny. Yeah. So it was, we we became pretty charismatic. Um, very was it also quickly. like speaking in tongues? Yes. Like like yeah. Ooh, excuse me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. My my mom. We did that too. That was a very Pentecostal thing. Yeah. She always uh, she always wanted to speak in tongues, right? And then she finally did. And then she finally did. <laughs> she did. Uh, she, God, that's yeah. a fucking weird experience. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, uh, did you ever speak in tongues? Yeah. Oh. It's weird, right? Yeah. It's weird. It's still kind of one of those like, I don't can't explain that one, and I don't think I want to. Yeah, I don't want to either. <laughs> but then um, that's so insane. We, is it like? I'm sorry. Oh I, no, you're fine. I've I've uh, this is I've never experienced anything like that. So is it just like you are just so consumed with the spirit that you are just like moving your body and like making sounds and just like yeah. Like yeah. going with it. So the, it's it's like the what technically, quote unquote, for us it was like the Holy Spirit had like God. They have their own language, right? And so then the Holy Spirit would like come into you and like possess you essentially, and yes. you would be filled with the Holy Spirit, and then you had access to that language. So when you were praying in the Holy Spirit, you were speaking a heavenly language. To God that only he could understand. To God, with God, by God. <laughs> so culty. Yeah. Oh, if you yeah. didn't know, it's so culty. This is culty as shit. Did you, did you have tongues and interpretations? Did you ever experience that? Yes, uh, there were interpretations sometimes. But our... our um, so some of the churches we, we went to didn't necessarily believe there has to be an interpreter, but other ones mm-hmm. believed that if you're going to speak in tongues, there needs to be an interpreter. Yeah, it, we were we were definitely like if if a message in tongues is coming, then there is an interpretation. Yeah, and if someone's if it doesn't happen, then someone's just like resisting God. But mostly it's a bunch of holy rollers all over oh, in yeah. the church, and everybody's <clears throat> shouting. And is so, it also like you can't really believe you did that kind of thing? Yeah, is it that it's kind a, of experience? It's a big honor too. It's very much like you are, you are top shit. Yeah, if you can like ascended. Yeah, especially if you do tongues and interpretation, which is mm-hmm. just to clarify, tongues and so speaking in tongues is like supposedly accessible to all Christians, but there are a special few that when God had a specific message for us, that He would someone would basically just start yelling out in tongues louder than everybody else and it was weird i will say that it was weird like people would get you could hear it over every no matter how loud the music was or anything you could hear them start like yelling out in tongues over everything and then it would and then everyone would go silent the whole church would go silent and someone would scream out in this tongues and then we would wait for a few minutes and then someone would interpret it into english isn't that fun? <laughs> that seriously happened to yes. you? Yeah. Both of you. Regularly. You were in, the, like, I, I'm, like, tearing I, up. I would be <laughs> upset would you, if that people, happened to me, if I was observing this. Yeah, people get scared when they, like. When, it's, it's, it's unnerving. It I is. Feel, I feel traumatized listening. Like, placing my body in that situation, I am traumatized. And so, like, actually having your eyeballs observe that, that's insane. Please continue. I'm sorry. I didn't oh, need to trip no, this out. You're fine. Tripped out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we uh, started doing... Um, so we started listening to people like... What was his name? Jake uh, 
something Jakes. T.D. Jakes. Oh, Bishop T.D. Jakes. Yeah, Bishop mm-hmm. T.D. T.D. Jakes. Teddy? Teddy Jakes. Bishop T.D. Jakes. Titty Shakes. Bishop T.D. Jakes. That's a great drag name. Bishop T.D. Shakes. Write that down right now. Okay. What's the actual name? T.D. Jakes. It's initials, yeah. T.D. Jakes. And Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn. Oh, Was. We were obsessed with Benny Hinn. Joel Olstein. Do you know Joel Osteen? Yeah, Beck. I never liked Joel Osteen. I don't like Joel Osteen either. My it's mom ridiculous. loved loved Joel Osteen. I never this never liked him. Multi makes it like and like just takes money from so many people. I'm oh, sure they all do. Multi millionaire. Yeah. Oh, I hun. guarantee. Mm-hmm. The motherfucker stashed his money in the walls at the church. They fa- they discovered. <gasps> really? Yeah. They they discovered it was like all over the news. They discovered uh, a plumber, I believe, discovered <gasps> money. In the walls of the fucking church. That's some expensive insulation, y'all. <laughs> That's how rich he is. He doesn't. No, I, no, yeah. I would rather just put money. I've got too much of it anyway. God, he's so loaded. Yeah, he's awful. Wow. He's definitely the like end boss in an anime where oh, all of a sudden he like <laughs> bursts out wings and you find out he's the devil. Actually, that would be Kenneth Copeland. I don't know who that is. Okay. I don't know who any of these people are. Well, I was so deep. I was deep in a different cult that, sure. you know. So, yeah, we started listening to, like, Kenneth Copeland. He's a he's a charismatic uh, demon. Um, so, anyway, and then we got more into the Bethel movement. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so I was a it's part a of Bethel. Different, for, different type of trauma. Yeah, that's like, so, it's like charismatic... Well, how would you describe? Uh, the movement or like the school or both? All of it, yeah. Bethel was very, from my limited understanding, they were very um, into like the spirit and the gifts of the spirit. Mm. You know, like very much into everyone like. Like, ha- like fanning the arts and like. Yeah. Like yeah. creative things mm-hmm. as like gifts of the spirit, that kind of thing. Yeah, but kind of like a, we kind of believed in a hierarchy and that like not everyone was a prophet, not everyone was a right. Thing, but they were just very much like everyone can access God and everyone can, you know, it's very. Oh, that's very it's, new. It's an empowering message, but it's also it's an empowering into like we're going to empower you into our indoctrination. Right. Mm-hmm. But it felt really good and it looked really good. Yeah. You know, I remember hearing one story. I don't know if this is true or not, but I remember hearing one story where they were like, you know, getting into the spirit and they said the Holy Spirit was there and they like gold glitter came to like gold <laughs> shimmer came yeah. down. Was that, is that true? <laughs> yeah. They would like, it they was, would convince people that it was the spirit. There was the spirit. Yeah. gold dust. Cause the Holy Spirit was so thick. You yeah. know, in the room, and like literally, there's videos. <laughs> ah, and there's, there's like, and people are like, oh it's God. My God. It it's certainly not glitter in the fans. And also, people find like these little gems too. Like, like, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a common thing in Bethel. <laughs> uh, for like, you're worshiping the Lord, and all of a sudden, you like find a gem in your pocket, or you find a gem on the right in front of your. Some people say in my hand, there all of a sudden was this little, those perfect sneaky little bastards. Gym. You know, there's someone in the crowd just like pickpocketing, like opposite pickpocketing <laughs> yeah, opposite for pick-pocketing. the fucking Holy Spirit. Yeah, That's bullshit. Okay, okay. Was it you, Tony? You do say you're a rogue, so I'm so subtle. <laughs> no. no, 
Um, uh, so okay. it was. Have you met? Have you met you? Yeah, that's the joke. Tony <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> always says they're so subtle, and they're not. I, I have to constantly tell <gasps> them to stop staring. That's not true. I am the most subtle person in this room. If you have to say it, you aren't. <laughs> <laughs> and there we have it. There we have it. Ladies you know. and gentlemen and non-binary folks. Yeah. Yeah. There we have it. Yeah. So, so Bethel <laughs> saved you to a certain extent. Something like that. It's actually extremely um difficult to get out of Bethel because the mind trip is yep. astronomical and it uh puts you in like this very strange cage. Um being gay, of course, is not okay. Sure. Yeah. But you're welcome to be in the church you can't once you come out as queer you can't serve um like you can't be in the worship team you right. can't fucking worship team oh. yeah the, the worship the worship team worship in, team in bethel oh. is first of all they're amazing i'm not yeah. even gonna lie yeah that's true like the music yeah. and they're they're so talented they get like the most talented people to fucking yeah. do this shit. Music well, that's cool, but unfortunate. Yeah, it's one of their <laughs> it's one of their greatest manipulation tactics is Damn. their music. Um, music is powerful. It's it is. Oh, yeah. another memory unlocked. I'm so sorry, but this is interesting. Um, we were always taught that uh, that uh, Satan, you know, because Satan was cast out of heaven, um, but we were always taught that he was the worship leader in heaven, and so oh. he's in charge mm -hmm. of music, and that's why music is so enticing. Oh wow! Interesting. That's a good one. That's a good one. Right? That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be careful with the music. So we only listen to s Southern gospel and Yikes. hymnals. Yikes! Anyways, okay. Hymnals. <laughs> but yeah, there was a lot of um, re-traumatizing. I'm sure. Yeah, feeling free and stuff like that, and or feeling free. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I um. Was a part of that for a while, yeah. And got out. That's what brought you here, right? That's what brought you to mm -hmm. Humboldt County was yeah. Bethel. Yes. Oh, sure did. Okay. And how long have you been out? Oh, three years. Three years. That's, That's it? it. Yeah. But you're so gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a baby in <laughs> I'm a baby gay. How did you get that gay so fast? <laughs> I mean, you know, I, my my question is like, how are you feeling being so new out? You it's, know, uh, how am I feeling being so new? Because okay, okay, I guess what I mean by that is like there is so much internalized homophobia because you yeah. get out physically, but then there are the snares yeah. still in your mind. So years, like years and years. How, yeah. how are you? How are you? I mean, how are you? Oh, how are you feeling? It's a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Struggling. But um, especially with the the church thing was like what Bethel did to my brain. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They're intense. I don't even know how to like. I don't even know how to like articulate how like how much of a cult mind it is and yeah. how they get you and how you just want to be a part of something and they offer that mm -hmm. when humans fundamentally just want to be validated and they want community and they offer that in a really big beautiful way you yeah know, they have a really great big beautiful package that they offer you and it f looks and feels like everything you've always wanted especially as i feel like that's why queer people fall in the trap of religion so often um either before or after they come out is oh, because yeah. 
we're so used to feeling ostracized. We're so used to feeling being outsiders, not included, excluded, excluded yeah. yeah. Um, that when a religion of any kind or church or, or, you know, that kind of organization offers you acceptance, it's not real acceptance, but it looks so good. You just desperately right. want it, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, for better or for worse, humans are pretty predictable and that we want yeah. pretty much the same thing. And a big, like a crucial part of that is a place to belong. Mm-hmm. And if you've been excluded all your life and been told that you are not worth being included and then someone is like oh we have all of these things that you need well we need you how could you say no to that especially in that weakened traumatized state yeah and so it's really really easy to fall back into the culty places especially if you don't know the signs of a cult especially if you aren't strong enough to fight you know like it's hard Mm -hmm. it's hard so yeah. And they really, really pray after your depression or anxiety or mm-hmm. your mental state. They pray. They pray after they you. Do. They pray Not on it. Like pray as in like predator. Yeah, P- P-R-E-Y. They pray <laughs> yeah. on you. Let, okay, so they are not like praying on their hands and knees, folding their arms well, to save you. They, they are, are like doing that yeah. too. taking advantage <laughs> of these quote-unquote weaknesses yeah. they that... are praying on you by praying for you okay <laughs> i mean the, the the specific school i went to was um a reject school so we all all of us apply to bssm and um many of us the ones that don't get in usually mine was because I, during the interview process i straight up confessed my struggle with homosexuality Mm -hmm. you know as they say as they say and um they they said okay well i think there is a school for you (laughs) and i was like it's this one in this tiny little town that no one knows all the way in the back i was like pushed under some books yeah (laughs) um so everybody um at this school is a reject and a lot of people are very upset about it uh, to um one of my best friends that I went to the school with was extremely angry <laughs> like the whole fucking nine months like it's understandable like <laughs> i want to be a bssm i was like well here we are <laughs> i was like hmm, i wonder why he's here <laughs> 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 never and knew t- actually exactly two weeks later i found out <laughs> <laughs> no i'm pretty sure he was the straightest person i knew but i would love to know more Where are they now? A new podcast by Tony. (laughs) Where are they now? That would be so fun. I find that you connect with all of the um, people you knew were queer in the program with you. Or just like people that like traumatized you or like old teachers that helped you. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That'd be a trip. I don't know if I can do that. I had an idea for a story to like write a story about um, a woman who... Uh, decides to go confront all of her abusers in her life. Oh, wow. And it's like she saves up money, takes a year off of work, and then just travels around and has different encounters with confronting each one of them, you know? Oh, that sounds really cool. I would read that. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. I was one of the things I was going to say is that our church, um, we actually didn't like Bethel. We thought that Bethel Mm -hmm. was um, mocking. Like, they were too liberal and they were mocking the spirit and it was like, it was fake you know, it was, it was, yeah. they were leading people astray yeah. because it was fake 
it was the fake Holy Spirit, and and they they were just yeah, we did not like Bethel. What's funny is the uh, Bethel movement began um, as Church of God. Uh, isn't is that a branch of Pentecostalism? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. And that is funny. Then. And then they kind of branched out into their what they did, you know, much different than a yeah. Church of God, right? As a, at this point, um, and a lot of Church gods like don't like Bethel at all. I mean, I feel like Bethel kind of calls to the youth. Am I wrong? Yeah. And a lot You're of older, right. like yeah. Yeah. the other churches, would then be like, "It's too liberal." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's very effective, actually. Which tells you i feel like tells you how culty my growing up was if we thought that bethel was right. liberal and, no right you know yeah that's how and like started from a pentecostal but then went to liberal because mm-hmm. why like okay yeah. okay yeah yeah People everybody's got to make an enemy yeah. i suppose <laughs> right they were just they dressed casually and women didn't wear skirts and they wore makeup and jewelry naughty naughty that's the devil (laughs) just the devil (laughs) but um and uh school was it was a nine-month thing it was interesting um can i ask you a question yeah like i don't mean to interrupt what you were saying um but like what was the turning point for you like what what took you away from Bethel? You know, honestly, I think the turning point was when I was living with a, um, a really good friend. He, he was going on to second year, mm-hmm. and I had moved back. So I went back to Alabama, and then I came back. Um, not, But I didn't do second year, so I only did the one year. But he went on to second year, and... Um, I had got a boyfriend and I told my roommate about this and because I wasn't on the lease, he would kick me out <gasps> um, and gave me less than a month to figure it out. And cool. I was like, wow. And this individual also is um, a queer person who kicked me out, but they're, you know, Shitty. Working on it. They're trying to to become not queer through. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, so shitty. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, So and so so that was recently. That was pretty recent. Like since I've known you, when you were, when you didn't have a place lined up, you were still working at Yana. No. 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 This was like a couple years ago. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. I think that was like the first uh, kick in the rear. Yeah, that kind of made me go, "Hold the fuck up!" Wait a second, these and people are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I, yeah, and they just, you just can't be gay. And um, well, I'm gay, yeah. <laughs> so yep. it just wasn't gonna know. work out. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, cool. and it took a lot of. There's a lot of healing and internalized uh well i'm still everything feeling. yeah, yeah. Well, i'm sure some days are better than others yeah you know yeah it's a struggle i still i i freak the fuck out all the time thinking i'm going to hell oh know? absolutely for sure definitely have yeah. those like waking up in the middle of the night begging god not to send me to hell yeah those are fun yeah love that for me yeah that's fun anyway emerson i'm gonna go to you <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs>
ASMR podcast. No. Where we whisper about our trauma. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to I am All not right. participating in ASMR. I did not consent to this. <laughs> no, uh, okay. So one of all, I'm not good at talking about myself. Two of all. Uh, hi, my name Refer is Emerson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so I was raised Mormon. I was born into it. Um, I was born in Utah and then moved up to North Idaho when I was two. So like two different flavors of like real white Mormon. Um, and then I was, you know, really deep in it. Um, I was a square peg in a square hole. I was a really good Mormon material from the start, you know, um, I'm a, I'm a people pleaser and I'm empathic and I, f I followed rules really well anyway. So, so I was, I, I functioned really well within the church. I, yeah. I behaved really Mormon like for a long time. Um, spoiler alert. I'm, I was raised a girl. Um, and so that, you know, I don't even know which avenue to go on to that there. But so when I was 13, uh, my parents got divorced and then, um, I moved to SoCal, um, when my mom remarried, uh, her college sweetheart, their love story is very sweet. Oh. Um, um, they, they knew each other long before, um, but my parents were divorced, I think. Oh, criminy. That's another one that, that, that someone is like, my dad says that. Criminy? <laughs> Criminy. I think only dads say it, but just me. Dads and me. <laughs> you do have Crimin. dad energy. But I did, I was telling you, Tony, that I don't think I will ever be comfortable calling someone daddy. Like, seriously, <laughs> truly. No. No, thank you. Even what about dad. Paul Daddy. No. no, no don't think you. so. No? Not not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a daddy. Not for me. Except for Jeff. You see, but even still, it's like I'm not a cat daddy. Like that is not cat how daddy. I want to That's be. definitely something you can look up on the internet. Oh. <laughs> We've digressed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, after moving to SoCal, um, that is when, mm, it, it, in Mormonism, it's kind of like when you start to see the cracks in Mormonism and then you like, the turning point is like when your shelf breaks. So that was when things were starting to be added to my shelf. Um, I think I moved in either 2008 or 2009 and Prop 8 was happening pretty damn soon after. Like I moved the summer before my freshman year of high school and then I was pretty out of it, of my, what's the second to last one? Junior, junior year. Oh, I was like, second yeah. to last what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I caught my brain, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, and, so, and, the, and sophomore was stuck in my head. Um, but so yeah, I was, I was around 16 when I was like really, really done with it. And you know, my daily life in Mormonism looked like going to church on Sunday for three hours and then going to we called it seminary. So it was a Bible study 
class and it rotated so my freshman year or whatever we did the different books and one of them um, was the book of mormon obviously um so we studied the bible and like the old testament and the new testament and i think there's like the pearl of great price and doctrine and covenants Ooh, we're really like shaking some memories loose um like the different terminology of the fucking books whatever um and then the book of mormon each each focused in a different year so by the time uh, so so we ha- we did these studies before high school classes. So I got to the church, which was across the street from the high school, very strategically placed, okay. um, at 6.20 in the morning and went for until school started at 7.30. And then Wednesday nights was mutual, so that's the youth group that we all gathered together as youth and did a fun activity, which honestly, like that was a pretty, like there was a lot of fun times for there. Sure, for sure. Um, but as soon as I renounced my Mormonism, all my my entire friend group crumbled and you know, yeah. I was denounced and abandoned, whatever. Um, but uh, whatever. so that whatever. was like, so, so I had a, a high school best friend who we got, you know, she was quiet. So we got along really well, um, and um, and she, um, her circumstances, she got a lot of benefit and aid from the church. So um, she would still go to church um, because her mom kind of forced her to, um, and so we were really good friends, and then eventually started questioning our sexuality with each other. And I didn't even know that coming out was a thing. I was like so innocent to it that I thought it was just okay, you know, like, but at the same time, I would also preach like ages ago when I was younger that homosexuality were going to sin or Mm -hmm. going to hell was a sin and you were going to hell. (laughs) All the words were there. Uh, so, so I don't know. So randomly one day I just told my mom and it obviously didn't go over well and um, and, and so, you know, I had gotten out of the church and, um, didn't really realize just how sticky it was internally, you know, like I was pretty checked out from that reality. Um, very much just like superficial, like everything's fine. I'm fine. Everything's good. I'm not there. It's fine. And just like not acknowledging a lot of the issues and a lot of the internalized, transphobia homophobia like Uh, all of it phobia um so that that um that stuff i've been working on for like three or four years four or five years yeah a little while Mm -hmm. like you know yeah so it's 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 been a process it's been a a struggle for sure but um there's been so much perspective shift. There's been so much, like like you were saying, there's like parallel yeah. like perspectives of like, this shouldn't have happened in so many different ways. And I'm so angry for this and this and this and this. Um, but also like, I have a lot of gratitude because I, growing up Mormon, we didn't have any interactions with drugs. We didn't have any interactions, yeah. I mean, maybe unsafe situations but i was very lucky that at least that i can remember nothing happened to me um physically um and and so like i have a lot of gratitude and like 
it's taken a lot of perspective shifts to realize that they taught me a lot of really good things about working hard in a time and place and um, like the importance of family, whether chosen or not, you know, and you know, yeah. like the values are there, but just like the toxic details, I think mm -hmm. are shifting a lot. And especially like with religion and spirituality, those details have had to be shifted and tweaked a lot because it's all over the place. Yeah. Like, and I'm a very spiritual person. Yeah. I, I look at the moon phase almost every day. <laughs> like it's, I don't know why that's spiritual, but yeah, it is. spiritual to you, that's all that matters. All right, so like, I don't know. There's There's been a lot of um, like hard realizing and and I'm doing the same thing too, where I'm looking back and being able to acknowledge like no that was a a capital t trauma like that was yeah. a yeah. that was a real trauma that yeah. my body went through and i'm not there anymore it's just it's it's um it's nice of course this is a good day so yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, so, <laughs> good yeah. days and bad yeah, days totally. but yeah um but yeah there was uh did i uh, did it, it sounds like you experienced this as well and i definitely did but i'm wondering if we kind of had that if it's like a universal religious experience to kind of downplay what you've been through because i remember when i first came out it was like the that the first therapist i ever had who was horrible horrible the one that told me i was gay because i was i thought i was gay because of being sexually assaulted one of the things he said that actually like one of the things he did was help me to realize that i actually had been sexually assaulted. I was just downplaying it. Didn't know that that was what was going on. Didn't acknowledge that, that was something I needed to process. And so mm. I had a, like a lot of these realizations are like, oh, I did go through that. Yeah. Or realizing what abuse means and realizing that I experienced abuse growing up. Yeah. Um, didn't know that that's what it was. You know, like I, I a couple of years ago, a therapist and I went through a book called CPTSD from Surviving to Thriving and all of this like one of the things that they classify as like neglect as like a like child abuse was just how my life i'm like right. that was a good day right you know what i'm saying like that was if if my dad like if if we were if we were existing like this things were good because that you know that was a good a good day for my dad so having a lot of these like realizations that like oh fuck i I went through a lot of that, but like for some reason, religion kind of teaches you to downplay things and suppress them and be like, well, you know, God, there's a like, will, and if, you know, God has his ways are higher than ours kind of thing. Right, you know? right. I mean, I, I super think that that is a message that is taught as like someone else has it so much worse. And so you just need to be grateful for what you do have. But that discounts a lot of what you need you know like mm -hmm. um but i also think that that's a bit of just us as like softer empathic people that we just like the how i visualize it is saying as a fact that this happened that this is a capital t trauma that's like a hard boundary like saying those words out loud and it is hard to say those words with confidence a lot of the time because it is so controversial because religion is often spun as something that you know you need to find jesus so you need to you know become a better person well you know 
plot twist not all religious people are great people yeah <laughs> as we've experienced quite yeah, yeah, the opposite most of them aren't. <laughs> right and and yeah. you know i i think the like the the lack of talking about it or the lack of i don't know transparency in any way shape or form um i i think that just like perpetuates this like closing off mm -hmm. you know yeah that, that happens a lot of denial i think goes into it as well yeah um, yeah and just like so so for example gaslighting is a big yeah. one that oh, i yeah. i lived with a lot of that a lot of gaslighting of just like oh that happened oh well i don't remember that like that is gaslighting yeah. and it, and that was like that was a big lightning bolt for me of realizing just how much gaslighting I lived through. Oh god, and it, yeah. And it and it's hard too though because that kind of like made me realize how much I still gaslight, you know, Our because how it much is we gaslight ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's 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 tough. It's yeah. tough to to see see truths of yourself, you know, oh, that absolutely. like uh yeah. That that the whole concept of like I just I just kind of had this like in my brain this thought of like oh i'm sure that was really diff that must that sounds like it was probably difficult for you but if you had prayed or if jesus has a way or uh, you know that like do 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 yep. more do more but mm -hmm. someone uh, else did might have you know someone has this experience and yeah. aren't you just grateful that it could have been so much worse mm -hmm. we have to acknowledge like that sounds difficult, but we have to acknowledge what we do have and what God has done for and us. And everything happens for a reason. Fuck that <laughs> bullshit. I hate that saying. I hate that saying with a passion. I hate that saying, but what I've reclaimed from that is that there, there is a reason if you find, like whatever f meaning you find, it's there. It, yeah. If that makes any sense. Like yeah. it is such a backwards like parallel, way of saying that. Like we were talking about exactly. that experience. Exactly. Like mm -hmm. sure, there's, there might be a reason of some, you know, horrible event, but like, I don't know. That doesn't justify it. No. That doesn't. It's just. A, well, sorry, they use it as a mani manipulation yes. tactic. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, but yeah, and and one of the, like one of the things that, that I've that I've downplayed recently, a, a resurface memory, if you will, is, um, the the. Uh, do you know what baptisms for the dead are? Did y'all have any of that? No, baptisms for the dead. Oh, we had baptisms, but not for the dead. Oh, it's so culty. What? Oh, oh it's so necromancy. Necro that's what I was thinking. Necromancy. <laughs> that's that. I mean, it's a stereotype of of it for sure. But ultimately, what it is is, so Mormons are big on ancestry like like um genetics like who are your eugenics probably pretty much i mean they're they've got they've got some nazis up in there that have a very cushy place you know what i mean like they have a very warm place to live in Ugh. mormonism um but so so basically they have these names of people that have died and moved on and so they believe that um you know in the second coming people will be resurrected and those that have been baptized will whatever i don't even remember you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. whatever details in the cult there are different levels of heaven and you'll go to the best one i don't know 
But I don't know. If you pay a rate, you yeah. get at the highest rate. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you buy the heaven package, the yeah, premier, the premier heaven package. And I, I think I'll get them out of order. But the celestial, telestial, and terrestrial, which I find so offensive because terrestrial is Earth, right? Mm -hmm. Like a terrestrial being, extraterrestrial being yeah, out. Being, yeah, exactly. That's so frustrating. Yeah. Assuming that's even the level, I don't remember. So anyway. Christ on a cracker. Um, <laughs> that's another thing. <laughs> another it's oh that's another thing. <laughs> um, uh, so so they have this prayer that they do, and this person that gets baptized for the dead, they are essentially like taking on the spirit of this deceased person and huh? allowing their body to be used to baptize this deceased person. It's weird as shit. That is weird. It's, it's weird as like, shit. It's like you didn't want to be part of this when you were alive, so we're going to make you it part is, of it when you're dead. It <laughs> is so unconsensual. I can't yeah, even get into thinking. it. I can't even get into it, dude. And I'm like, that's I'm crazy. so livid that my grandmother was baptized because uh -oh. she was a like deep, deep Lutheran, which it has its own issues. Like, I don't think that she was really going to be saved by being baptized in the Lutheran faith, but like knowing that she was such a hard ass Lutheran and like still mm. baptized, like, yes, it's bullshit, <laughs> but fuck you. Leave yeah. the Lutherans <laughs> yeah. alone. Yeah. Just like, and I'm talking like everyone, my friends, like, pe like names that should not be pronounced yeah. by white folks. Like, mm. like indigenous people from not this country even like industrial indigenous oh people. Oh my god! It's absurd. It's abhorrent. So so, but there are these like once you're 13, 12, 13, you can start doing these. Oh Jesus! And Christ. what it includes is you're wearing a white jumpsuit for your for purity, right? And for a long time, like they give you a little like under thing that is white and, and you know i don't know different church or different wards different places or have different rules but you had to wear white underwear because it was so see-through but if and so and so in order to be properly baptized you needed two witnesses and it's just recent that women are able to now be witnesses oh so it was men only that could witness and you had to be completely submerged under the water yes. but when you're coming out of this water you're wet oh. in a wet in a white, white thing Ugh, that's revealing it is it and that was just that's like that was a trauma yeah that was a tr yeah. that was a capital that t trauma traumatic that sounds traumatic and i and i didn't realize that until recently you know and i mean like <laughs> And that, and so, and and yeah, just like all of the all of the issues that come with that. So yeah, that's now, a weird that, Mormon cult thing. That is a very strong manipulation tactic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like holy shit. Yeah. Tell me about it, if you want to. I don't know. Like the, you're forcing the the individual to become totally vulnerable. Oh, I hated baptisms for that exact reason. I got baptized when I was like 13 or something. But I hated them for that exact reason. 
Um, yeah. It makes you, like, you have to completely release control. You have to get soaking wet. You have to go out under the water. I'm afraid of the water because I can't swim. So it's like, it's, it's like. You're like a center of attention. Everybody's yes, watching everyone's you. watching you, and it's this big thing, and it's supposed to be this emotional thing. We did it out in the fucking river, in pump station number one in Arcata. That's where we did our <laughs> baptisms. Yeah. And, <laughs> yep, yep. And we would go out there. It was that's where I got baptized. It I was mean, okay, awful. I would have much rather been baptized in nature. M- Mormons have this beautiful, sparkling white tub that's about you know waist high for an adult ish yeah. of warm water. But they have this mirror that's that's behind you that's angled, and so there is not a sh- an inch of your body that cannot be seen. Oh my God! That's so awful. Uh, and they have like women getting baptized while everyone get to see them in their see-through underwear. Well, and it's only men that can do the baptisms too, because men are the yeah. only ones that can have priesthood. Yeah. That's pretty universal. But yeah, so so yes, yes, and there had to be two witnesses for that. Ba- every single baptism, there are two witnesses. That sounds like disgusting. They a lot. Yeah. I recently I heard that. a story of of someone who chose so you're usually baptized into the religion at eight it's not really a choice but like you know we'll go there a different time but someone who willingly chose to get baptized later um a little you know a little later but her her menstruation started in the baptism and that is just like so so taboo you don't talk about it it doesn't exist you erase it like la 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 we're just children like blinders you know like wow so that it was just like trauma on top of trauma Poor like fuck. Oh, that's intense. that didn't happen to me thankfully yeah i was eight i remember that day though that was weird that i was remember a weird my day. baptism it was also very weird <laughs> <laughs> i you know i was thinking when you were talking about the baptism for the dead i was thinking recently i thought that like oh I don't have a will obviously I don't have anything to <laughs> give anyone you know what I'm saying like, uh, there's nothing to leave nothing <laughs> to leave exactly <laughs> I can write down all my jokes <laughs> best part I'll be take them <laughs> you can leave them to me um, but one of the things I did want was kind of like a statement of like I do not want mm. a Christian funeral I do not want my family to come in obviously my family is free to grieve and you know in their own way me in their own way and sure. do their own thing but i do not want a fucking christian funeral yep. where people talk about how i probably got saved in the last minute and jesus still loved me you're walking with jesus now all, all that bullshit no. don't grieve you no yeah you'll see them again fucking light me on fire and send me out on a boat <laughs> i want some hexes and some curses I want people to be saying fuck the whole time. I want I want oh, I drag queens and I want strippers, <laughs> burlesque performers. I want it to be a fucking orgy. I'd rather have an orgy at my funeral than to have a Christian funeral. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad idea because I bet uh, orgies at funerals? Well, just like <laughs> Yes. Yes. Consensually, obviously. Obviously. Um but but way. just like in your after death. Yeah words yeah there's a word for that will in your will just saying like i do not consent to being 
subscribe. I, I, yeah. I don't want to get baptized for the dead. I know yeah. I've been baptized already, mm -hmm. but I've been I've been evoked. I've I've sent in my papers. I'm like officially Shit. out of the church. Oh, oh, you have to send in papers to have your name removed from the records, and that means that you people stop to, bothering you. You have to apply to get removed from the Mormon church. You can't just leave. No. So so here's the thing. So. Depending on your level, I feel like I was pretty unimportant. And so they just kind of like let no, me go like, oh, me. no, <laughs> no, I'm really okay not being important here. <laughs> um, but they yeah. like, you, there are blogs, dude. There are websites that help people escape because you need to use specific language. Otherwise they have loopholes and loopholes. And, you know, so ultimately I was like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Either destroy my records or have them sent to me. I do not consent to any um, like visitation or like being approached by anyone. If you have any issues, like do not contact me. Like no bullshit. And I don't have to give you a reason, but here are all my fucking reasons why I'm leaving yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and man. yeah, and and so they came back and were just like, of course there was a pamphlet of like, this is why you need to come back for your soul. Did you burn it ceremoniously? I didn't, but I still have that letter. <gasps> I still have wow. the letter that I sent and that I got. Because they sent me two. They were like, we'll need to contact your local bishops, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then like a few days later, they were like, please know that your soul is getting, you know, burned and whatever. And you're lost ultimately and like you need you need us like wow. we'll see you we'll see you again soon <laughs> oh my god but like okay <laughs> so that was like that was that was my getting out experience but people have had a hard time like uh, in other people's experience they've been like people have gone to their homes like they've been called multiple times it's a little more like Scientology for some yeah. for some people's experience, but in mine it was pretty pretty painless. Damn. But it's intense. I saw a TikTok recently where they have you know they have those doorbell cameras and stuff, mm -hmm. and um, two p religious people and a Mormon Jehovah's Witness they walked up to their door, looked down at their welcome mat, and it said, "Gayest place in the neighbor, gayest house in the neighborhood, or gayest house or something," and they they write like gayest house. Nope. That's a great idea. Perfectly, yeah. That's a great idea. I know. Yeah, it works amazing. So I should get mm. a really. We should all get really gay doormats. You know, I was also wondering, hmm. thinking, just making this up because I want to do that. We should have. We should figure out a way to be unbaptized, like to unbaptize mm. ourselves. I was baptized twice. I was only I baptized know. once. I don't know how to undo that. I feel like. I feel like having queer sex probably is a pretty good, oh. pretty good way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, you're good. Honey. Oh yeah. I feel like we're yeah. Well, I'm fine then. I've been, I've been unbaptized a lot of times. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there is a way to do that for yourself. Would like it, be it like is a fun ceremony, kind of like ritual thing to like, like just like the the like like what's the antithesis of that baptism? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what did it mean for you? And kind of like have this uh, ri this ritual, the separating ritual. That'd you know? be cool. I love that. I would love to like. Like everyone. We could light our hair on fire and rub okay. ice cubes on our nipples. Okay. 
Uh, speaking of cults. <laughs> Maybe that can be like a table that we have off to the side yeah, of like, like, like a, next to the face um, painting. We'll have that. Oh, you yeah. know? Yeah. Between the balloon um, animals and the face painting, we'll have a um, start your hair on fire and rub ice on your nipples. Okay, ice, well, nip, ice nipple, yeah. fire hair. As yeah. long as it's an option. It'll be called fire and ice. Just for you, Tony. <laughs> but it'll be called fire and ice, and then hair will be really small under fire and nipples really small under ice. You're brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. I know. What a good idea. I know. But, but no, seriously, real, it, it like completely ignoring everything that Tony just said. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I am so wow. Completely ignoring everything Tony said. It's like my siblings. <laughs> This feels like family. Am I triggering you? I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> no trigger here. <laughs> um, but oh, seriously, so I that sounds like a really cool opportunity because especially, I mean, there's at least one other person that I can think of that needs to be like unbaptized. Unbaptized. Unsaved. Yeah. Unsaved. <gasps> Lost. The unsavening. <laughs> the unsavening. That's what it's called. It's kind of silly. Can we, like, okay, I'm saying this live on, it's being recorded to be out in the world For forever. the world. Um, can we do this either together or separate, but then, like, write down our experiences and then we could talk about it? Like, maybe the next time the three of us get together, we could talk about what that experience was like for us? I we Sure. Could it, we could do it independently or together. Yes. It would be kind of cool to do it together. But Yes. And then we could just like discuss what that feeling was like for us i mean okay i personally think that it would be most powerful if we perhaps wrote something beforehand but then came mm -hmm. together yes. and either like burned it together or had a ceremony where we share it and then i don't know i don't know yes no, that's, that's, exactly that's exactly what i was thinking yeah, let's do that we could do midnight margaritas <gasps> like oh boy practical magic <gasps> fuck yeah yes right I here stalker chanting that's all I want to say. I get okay. to be Starker Channing. Okay. I don't know. Uh, but we can't have wine. There could be no wine in the ceremony. No, margaritas. I, yeah. I don't drink alcohol, so... Oh. Uh, Not because it's, like, an issue. I Like, you can have as much as you want of it. It will. holds zero, <laughs> zero desire for me. You can bring some other... Um, Substance? Substances. Oh, you better believe. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Why do I not I'm, ever have it? <laughs> I'm, I'm serious about this. I think we should do it. I want to do it, but and then and then plan another date for the three of us to be on the podcast together, and we'll talk about what it was like. I within I mean, okay, October is basically here. Am I right? Yeah. So yeah. <gasps> we could do one for Halloween. Ooh, let's find a full moon either in September or October. Because mm -hmm. I think that would be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Full moon, new moon, yeah. whatever new we want to do. Yeah. Let's follow the moon. Yeah. Let's follow the Let's moon. Let's follow the moon. Uh, speaking of the moon, can I read? Uh, can I read a thing yes, to end our couple. show? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but I do. Oh, I'm yeah. serious. Oh, I'm yeah. serious about about doing it. Me too. Because that I'm I'm 100 serious. I really want to do this. Are you serious? I'm serious. I'm scared. Why am I scared? Oh. Because, because trauma. Religion yeah. uses ritual. And you and reclaiming ritual is a hard one. It really that's been a really difficult one for me too. Interesting. That's just what, witchcraft just, has been a really good helper for me, but I still have a hard time. Tarot has been the thing for me. Tarot cards, that's the thing, the thing for me. That's yeah. Me. Just personally. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, here we go. What's the date? 
27. August 27. I know exactly what the date is. It's, it is August 27th. It mm-hmm. is August 27th. How hilarious. <laughs> okay, Why? so usually the, so there's like a little quote at the top mm-hmm. and usually they don't involve God, but it's funny that this one in, so this is, I'm just going to read the whole page and we're Please just going to go with it. Okay. Glory be to God for dappled things. All things, (laughs) seriously, all things counter, original, spare, strange. I have no fucking clue what that means. Just gonna get real. What'd you just say? Uh, (laughs) Those I heard words, but I think they're words. Connect to anything. Okay, well, it all makes sense because this quote. Let me just name the name of this person who it is quoted. Gerard Manley Hopkins. Oh. Manley Hopkins? That it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because Manley is a family is a name within my family. Really? Charles Manley Kinsey. Yeah, that was my birth last name, Kinsey. Is that a Mormon thing? To do Manley? I don't know. He was a pioneer, if that helps. Not all pioneers were Mormon, but I'm just going to keep reading. We've taken way too much time for this fucking person. Okay. Okay, this is perfect. As we are still trying to fit in, whether in the larger society or the cultural... Oh, are are we still trying to fit in? This is a question, y'all. Are we still trying to fit in, whether in the larger society or the culture of our own communities? Uh, are we rejecting ourselves because we haven't found a vital part of ourselves reflected in the institutions, programs, arts, and liberal oh, literature, either of the mainstream or of the queer life? Are we? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> Instead of looking at our differences as liabilities... Let's embrace them as our own uniqueness and strength. Something has come over me. I feel like I'm preaching, y'all. I feel like you're preaching, too. <laughs> I wish I'd brought my fans. So like <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Speak it. Speak it, brother. Amen. It. Amen. Uh, that word, not down. Okay. Um, when we claim ourselves, we give permission to others to claim themselves as well. Ooh. That's Ugh. powerful. Shemanahaya. <laughs> Gazoontite. You know what's funny? Gazoontite is actually like you have shit on your face. It does? Yeah, that's uh, much better now. Yeah. So Gazoontite. Thank you. In the most loving way. That was so funny. <laughs> Done. Done. The more of us who speak up honestly, the less isolated we are. So speak the fuck up. Speak the fuck up. <laughs> the less rejecting of ourselves we are, the less others will respond to us with rejection. That's interesting. Mm. Each of us is part of the glory of creation. Mm. Let's declare our understanding of our unique identities with confidence. It is a service to others and ourselves. Today, I claim part of myself that I have rejected. Okay, but that's really cool. That's kind of what we were talking about. Yeah, like... Yeah, that's really sweet. That's good. If there, oh, so okay, so, yep. Yeah, what? 
What were you going to say? Well, if there is a part of yourself that you are running away from, maybe ask yourself what you're afraid of in, in not addressing this part. And mm. maybe it won't be as spooky as you think. Yep. I think that's, that's uh, all. Uh, I like Brene Brown's, uh, I've watched her TED Talk on the power of vulnerability. Yeah. And she talks about um, how in social work she's trained to lean into the discomfort. <coughs> and it's such, a, it's such a simple thing, but it's really so powerful if you, if that's something that I've kept with me is like when I come up to something that I'm like, oh, this is really uncomfortable. Just going, okay, I'm gonna let it be uncomfortable. I'm going to let myself feel all the feelings. I'm going to lean into mm, it. Why yeah. is it uncomfortable? Why am I avoiding this? Why does this mean yeah. I shouldn't be doing it? And then you really just kind of like let yourself sit with it and break it apart. And your brain's always working on things. So you might right. as well let it work on that, you know, and kind of like boil it down to what it actually is. Then you're like, oh, that's what it is. Mm. I can I can handle that. Unpack right. that. Unpack yeah. it. Exactly. Well, we are out of time. Yeah. We have to go. <sighs> Before the next person gets here, the next show, don't go anywhere. It's Donuts. Yeah. It's a music history show. It's really good. If you enjoyed all of this uh, insight into our lives and our jokes and our humor and our 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 um, uh, incomparable insight, <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on at you can find this as a podcast. We record it live as a radio show, and then I edit out the music and and. Um, uh, the 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 things at the beginning and and edit it down to just the the commentary and you can find that it's our turn queers and cults on Spotify Podbean Google and Apple Podcasts and uh, you can follow our Instagram it's our turn pod on Instagram Tony's doing a lot more with it which is really fucking awesome so Thanks, thank you Tony. for that oh hi golf club um, <laughs> My if you ego. Email <laughs> 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 um, if you want to email us, you can email us at itsourturnpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And, be um, kind. Be, be kind. Yes. I will not be read any nasty messages. I will just delete them because I'm an adult and I don't have to. Um, Hell yeah. And uh, uh, be looking out for our merch with all of our ridiculous things on it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I so hope. I mean, okay. I feel like... Stickers can't be that expensive to make, right? No, I no. can make stickers. <gasps> Please do. Yeah. So I'll send rock, you a picture of this. Please do. Yes. Rock, paper, scissoring, Rochambone. <laughs> <laughs> Rochambone. <laughs> yeah. I love okay. it. Okay, take care of yourself. Drink some water. water.